Hey, hey, Mr. Pope. <clears throat> My brother. Hey, how you doing? Good, sir. How you doing? Great, great. Living the dream. That's awesome, man. That's awesome, brother. Hey, well, listen, listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of AV Experts Podcast. I'm your host for this evening, Mr. Ivan Collins. And I'm your co-host, Mr. Damon Pope. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for joining us again. Like I said, um, last last show was 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 pretty, pretty good. Pope, wouldn't you agree? Yes, sir. I agree totally. Yes, indeed, man. We had a chance to really talk about some of the key essentials um, required in a spa and massage environment, which is something that I don't think a lot of people really think about. So when they saw the title, it kind of caught them off guard. But when they listen and they listen to the content in there, Pope, I think it really hit home. So the next time you go to some of these places, you're going to really think about some of the stuff we talked about. Yeah, I think that's one of our goals. I see is to uh, is to to go to places you know that that people may not be thinking about in their everyday lives, and to, and to let them know that that AV can can be used in in probably ninety nine point nine percent of the areas out here. Everywhere, everywhere, right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> all, right, all right. So, without further ado, let's get some of the formalities out of the way. Uh, tonight's show is brought to you by by two sponsors. Your first sponsor is going to be Innoface Systems. Innoface Systems provides audiovisual solutions for your government and commercial spaces. Innoface Systems provides conference room solutions, training room solutions. It all Innoface Systems also provides. Uh, solutions for your mission critical environments anything pertaining to your audiovisual environments whether it be control audio video video walls you want to give InnoFace a call InnoFace will have a consultant work with you firsthand to understand your needs and then put together a design and a solution to help you ultimately achieve your audiovisual goals give InnoFace systems a call at 877-721 4040. Again, the number is 877-721-4040. Also look them up on the web at www.innofacesystems.com. Our second uh, sponsor for this evening is Day Trader Today. Day Trader, uh, Damon, why don't you go ahead and talk about that? Yes, Day Trader Today specializes in training for all asset classes. That's stocks, futures, forex, all the above. Day Trader Today has several purchasing options. Um, one of the options is they have a PDF version with over 70 pages of pure price action. They have four hours of video with real time and real charts. They also have a live personal training option. Or the last is they have a combination of any and all those packages that you can work out. You can follow uh, Day Trader Today on all social media platforms for free alerts. That's LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Stock Twitch, as well as others. If you mention AV Experts, you, you will receive a special discount. So remember, mention AV Experts podcast for a special discount. And Day Trader Today can be reached on the web at www.daytradertoday.com, all one word. That's www.daytradertoday.com. They can also be reached by phone toll free at 1-833-550-7300. And they can also be reached by email at support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at daytradertoday.com. All one word. So remember, check out Day Trader today 
for any of your uh, training, for, for any of your trading options. And don't forget, mention AV Experts for that special discount. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Now that we've got the formalities out of the way, let's go ahead and talk about our topic for the show this evening on AV Experts Podcast. <clears throat> and um, this this topic kind of came to mind, Pope. Um, I think we were just discussing like some different environments where audio visual systems are needed and, you know, this specific type of system is needed. And and I think that it, 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 it there's some things that a lot of people overlook when they when they go into this type of environment and they go into install systems in this type of environment. Um, this is an environment that is very, very important. I would say for 99% of the places that will have this type of system, um, you wouldn't just have this kind of audiovisual system unless you were trying to protect something valuable, uh, collectively view something very important, uh, monitor something that is very important or do something that is very important on a regular basis. And ladies and gentlemen, we are talking to you about operation centers, okay? Operation centers. And the, 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 the title of tonight's show is Five Essentials for Every Government and Corporate operation center and we're going to have some follow-up shows to talk even more about this subject but tonight we just wanted to talk about just five basic essentials right pope yes sir that we consider to be like important ones as it pertains to just the basics of an operation center audio visual system um and the first thing that we want to talk about when we talk about five essentials is a security aspect right right pope Yes, sir. Very vital. Uh, It's vital, right? Um, It's one of those things that um, it's always evolving. It's something that's always changing and we need to always be on top of like day to day, hour by hour, minute by minute. Um, And when you have a operation center and and I'm sorry for you, for, for those of you that don't know, an operation center is a place for businesses, government municipalities, state agencies, any type of important business or agency or government agency will will convene and talk and and view and discuss and essentially operate when there are times of uh, distress, uh, security is needed, uh, deep conversations about the next move of, 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 of operation whenever there are missions happening, whenever there are mission critical situations occurring, you need a center or a place to actually to actually talk and to operate in these types of situations. And that's why operation centers are so important. OK, so the first aspect that we want to talk about that is an essential for an operation center is a security aspect, right, Pope? Um, And in that, I I, I think facial recognition is number one, Pope. What do you think? Ah, yes. Facial recognition is is something that that is becoming, it's going to be the next, um, if if we could say the next fingerprint ID. Yes. Um, I think it's the next evolution of it. When done right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
Absolutely. So, you know, as it stands now, what's commonly used in a lot of these places are what? What? Key fobs, um, yeah. card scanners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. and, and there may even be some some fingerprint thumb thumb scanners as well. Um, but there's some new technology in the works that, that is going to make it even even more complex and more difficult for for outsiders to get into places that they're not supposed to be. So you want to make sure that you have a high uh, security standard for your for your particular business or, gov- or government agency. Uh, have a protocol put in place for security. Make sure you're working with a good integrator. Uh, definitely if you're on the East Coast and soon to be globally, work with uh, Interface Systems on some of these security measures and audiovisual integration issues that you may be uh, facing in these operation centers. Um, but you certainly want to make sure that you cover security and and uh, Pope, was there something that you'd like to add to that? Um, pretty much, I was just going to add about the, the facial recognition being the next evolution. Um, almost like fingerprint, um, it's what they call the biometrics. Okay. Um, and when using when using biometrics, what you're trying to do is you're trying to eliminate the lost key. Let's mm. say so. You know, you lose your key fob. You know, then you got to go in and get your system to deactivate it. You know, if you lose your key, physical key, then you got to change the locks. Um, I think facial recognition and fingerprint is, is is moving the next evolution to eliminate those type of things. As you all know, normally, if you do any type of security, you know, the weakest factor is always the human factor. Yeah. So you, you, you're trying to find ways to, to make that minimal, that that human factor minimal. Yes. Yes. And I think a lot of a lot of um, operation centers you know, a lot of them don't take advantage of, of something as simple as a panic button. You know, oh, um, you know, you know, people don't people don't think that um, things can really go down from a security perspective inside of a operation center. However, I mean, if you're trying to attack someplace or if you're trying to, you know, rob a place or whatever you're doing, that's definitely a part of the building that you'd want to secure or you'd want to take over, if you will. So I think a panic button or several of them within your operations center is also an essential for your security system. Uh, Our number one essential, if you will, for for, uh, any any operations center. Would you agree, Pope? Yeah, and I think what what the one thing about the operations center and whether it's a government operations center or just a business operations center is that's mm-hmm. normally the head. You know, that's mm-hmm. the head of the snake. That's yeah. where all the communication it comes in and it goes out. You know, the left hand, the left hand communicating with the right hand. You know, yeah. you have the operations center in the in the middle to let the left hand know what it's doing and let the right hand know. So that's why, like you said, that panic button is key. You you really want to have that operations center. Um, secure. Yes, must be properly secure. And of course, there are some other, you know, top secret things that, you know, we'll, that we do in a lot of our operation centers that we can't talk about. However, you know, it gets much deeper than what we've talked about here uh, so far. Okay. Um, the next essential poll, you want to talk about that? <clears throat> um, the next one is the Matrix video. Um, that's the ability to display various types of video and imagery. 
um, especially in the operation system. At, at the end of the day, the operation system is only as or operation center is only yeah. as good as the information that it receives. Um, mm -hmm. And in any operation system, whether you're small or you're huge, you have multiple people working in there. So your yeah. video displays, you know, the biggest thing that, that or one of the key things, I won't say the biggest, but is to have the displays where they're visible. So location, you know, mm -hmm. and, and then type, you know, as far as your, your, your LEDs, you know, like we will and we'll touch on, you can touch on more about video walls versus projectors. Um, most... Yeah operation centers that i've been in it, it mm -hmm. it's been a little of both um because mm -hmm. you normally have different sections um so yeah. you, you know you you might have a video wall here you might have some leds over to the left you might have a projector over to the right or in the rear um yeah. whatever it takes to make sure that um you know, a lot of times, whatever's facing front, you want it to be your main one, but you want to be able, and I know people are probably seeing like Minority Report and uh, Mission Impossible yeah, like yeah. that. You the know, Matrix. the movies, the <laughs> Matrix, where they're, where they're saying, yeah. you know, if you watch any of the Jason Bournes, I'm a big Jason Bourne fan, you know, they're yeah. like, take that video, put it on, you know, TV one. Or, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or put it on the big screen so everyone can see it. You know, yeah. and, and and but that's the key to it is being able to, and that's why we say matrix video, because you want mm -hmm. the ability to display anything anywhere. Anything. At, at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah. That video should be able to be overlaid, stretched out, extended. Um, we do a lot of presets with our systems. Um, I, I, I really... I'm an advocate for matrix video, definitely in, in an operation center. Yes. Um, and then also if you, if you're dealing in a, in a, in an environment where it's mission critical, I would add to that Pope that fiber optic video oh. is just a must, yes. you know, there's yes. no reason why you should not have fiber optic video period, yes. hands down. Yes. Uh, if you're running stuff over copper, I mean, it works. However, it's just not the best and it's just not the most sustainable and you're not getting the highest quality. So yes. you want to use fiber um, in your operation center if possible. And in most cases, it is. OK, so that was number two, matrix video and making sure you got the right video being pushed to the right displays, the right size displays, et cetera. Right, Paul? Yes, sir. Another thing that kind of piggybacks, which is like our third essential off of um, what you just said, Pope, is like video walls. Um, I, I'm a huge advocate of a video wall or a projector that is rated to run 24 hours continuous. Yes. OK, yes. basically an LED display or a video wall is rated better for continuous for continuous video versus and um a projector or an old school plasma or some type of uh you know older style lcd display all of these things uh, were not created or, or even like your commercial display that you would have i mean your residential display that you would have at home they're not rated to be on all day and all yeah. night. You yeah. see, <laughs> they're not made to be just on all the time. And when you have a true um, 
operations center, which could be a network operations center where you're literally monitoring, monitoring a network. Okay, if a network goes down for some of these large organizations, listen, they need to be on top of it. They need to be able to uh, make a phone call, see exactly where this particular router or switch went down and get that fixed ASAP. Well, without a network operations center, guess what? That's not going to be able to happen, right, Paul? No, doesn't happen. You're going to be looking crazy. So at the end of the day, I think that, you know, making sure that you have the proper displays that are able to be used in the type of environment that requires monitoring for a 24-hour period, 365 uh, days a year, and freaking for for the next five to 10 years, you know, may, maybe even, you know, wow. a, a little less, a little more, you know, you just... You just never know what these environments require. However, when you're talking mission critical, you cannot have poo putt displays, okay? You have to have high quality displays that are rated to run for a very long time, okay? So that is the third essential, okay? You want displays that are rated to run. And right now, some of the best displays for that are direct view LED displays or video walls, okay? So for those of you that don't know, a video wall is essentially the ability to make a display as large as you want it to be without any scene, especially when you're dealing with direct view. So be sure to work with a seasoned integrator to get your video wall installed in your operation center so you're equipped for 24-hour operation and you have the clearest, uh, best, highest resolution for that particular environment. Yes, I would definitely agree on that. Uptime is critical. Uptime is definitely critical. So that is the the third essential um, for for any any operations any op- operations. What, what's the fourth, bro? Uh, the fourth one is what do we always talk about? Control systems. Mm. Um, and you you want a way to to seamlessly control things. Um, like mm-hmm. I gave the example earlier, when you want to take a, 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 a video or image from from one display and put it on another one, you want to you want to have that as simplified. Now it can get complex depending yeah. upon you know how big it is. You you know we, yeah. we do have limitations with our technology right now, just when it comes to you know how many displays and how many um, feeds you have coming in, so how many sources that you have. So um, that right there in and of itself will, will, will dictate, you know, how complex it is. Um, I always like to approach things with, with keeping it simple. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm prior military, so I believe in, in, the, in the KISS, the keep it simple, stupid method that they taught us years ago when I was in it, probably still teaching it. Um, yeah. but, but when it comes <laughs> yeah. to military, yeah, one of the reasons why you want to keep it simple, and this could be in the commercial industry too, is that you, you have people um, in the military, you know, they get assignments, they rotate. Yeah. Yeah. So you want it, you want when that new person comes in, you don't want to have to take three to nine, you know, three months to train them on using it. You know, that person got has to get up to speed real quick. So um, even if it's a point of in your design, when you're designing it, where if, if you have some type of entry level 
type of usage yeah. of it where you can teach someone to use it real quickly say within a few hours and they can control this part and then you can have them in a section or you know depending on the aptitude and the experience you bring a senior person Man, there's, in. Like, there's so many ways you know yes. i'm sorry go, go ahead i'll cut you off but no 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 you- i was I was just gonna say that you know you have your senior people come in. I was at the tail end of what I was saying. You bring your senior people in; they may be able to, you know, may be able to learn quicker because they worked on it at another installation or something. But that's all I was gonna say. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, what I was gonna say, man, just to piggyback on everything that you're saying, is like when it comes to these control systems in these environments. I mean. <laughs> I don't think we've even like really scratched the surface on what can be done. Oh, I think, that, yeah, I think we're in a box for the most part. You know, uh, most of the industry from what I've seen is doing the same type of stuff. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot more that can be done and that will be done in the very near future, man. So control and the ways, ladies and gentlemen, that you actually operate these audiovisual systems and these 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 operation centers, you know, yeah, it may look big. Your video wall may span a hundred feet by you know forty feet high or fifty feet. Like that may be the case. However, it doesn't have to be difficult to operate, difficult to use. It can be very simple, especially if it's programmed by a seasoned integrator. So again. Make sure you're working with an integrator who knows what they're doing as it pertains to programming and who has an open mind and is willing to take advice and uh, listen to your ideas as a customer and your input. Um, I think a lot of times people can think they know everything when it comes to audiovisual and programming, when in reality, the customer knows a lot. Right, Pope? Yes, they do. That That's yeah. one of the central things, man, is, is we as integrators, uh, even where I work at now, when I'm working with customers, I ask them two things. I ask yeah. them, what, what's your budget and what do you want to do? Neither one of those things are technical. You know, mm. I, I can handle the technical part. You just tell me what you want to do and, and yeah. what's your budget. And I think as integrators, sometimes we don't sit down and listen because we get we get so happy that we're in a room and we're looking at the room like what we can do from a technical standpoint. You know, we're like, ah, we can do this and we can do that. We can do this. And not that yeah. you're trying to sell them, but you're, we're just so enthusiastic about what we do and we just want to show them. And mm. sometimes we lose track of just listening because a lot of times if we listen to them, um, a lot of them are well versed because guess what? They got the Internet now. So a lot of them yeah. do a little, you know, they do a lot of Internet surfing before they even call us. Facts, facts. Facts. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. I like that one. So that's essential number four. Make sure you got a great control system, ladies and gentlemen, and make sure it fits your needs and fits exactly what you're looking to do in your system. All right. So the last essential, which is probably one of the most important, um, is basically in any operation center, you want to make sure you have some kind of audio system. All right. You should have an audio system that can accompany your sources that are displayed on your different displays throughout your network operation center or your operation center. In addition to that, you should have 
an intercom system? Should you need to communicate with various stations within the intercom system or, or different departments within your building or, or, or even, even different departments that are just on your network? It doesn't even have to be in your building. It can go through your network, okay? We can literally press a button and communicate with them, all right? So um, you want to make sure you have a quick way and easy way to communicate. Of course, you want to have an integrated phone system in the operation center that plays audio throughout the whole entire center. So you can literally hear anybody that you want over the phone throughout the whole place and communicate with them through full duplex communication. Uh, you want to make sure you have a mass notification system in the event of an emergency. You want to be able to uh, let everyone know what is going on immediately. And that uh, doesn't have to just only be audio. There should also be visual displays of that. Again, work with a, a season integrator for that. And that is essential number five. You got to have the right audio to accompany everything that you're doing. We, we spoke earlier about, uh, about um, the audio sensors that you should have yes. in these places, right? Yes. Yes. And what an audio sensor is, is it's a way to sense a certain octave or a certain level of audio, which will allow you to act on that particular sound. Uh, whether it be call the cops, uh, uh, make a light go off, whatever you need to do, okay? Um, but these are different things that should be in in, in any uh, network or, or operation or security operations center from an audio perspective. Hope you'd like to add anything to that? Uh, you, you hit the nail on the head, man. It's just pretty much being able to have the options if you want to communicate with one person in the, in the operation center, you want to inter, mm. in, uh, communicate with a group of people, or you want to communicate with everyone, it's just yeah. having that option. Yes, you need a way to communicate from an audio perspective. All right. Anything else you want to add to it, Pope? Uh, the, the biggest thing that I want, well, just two quick things. Um, yeah. I touched yeah. on the future training, but um, uptime. Uptime should be as close to 100% as possible. Um, mm -hmm. treated like the old landline telephone system because it was used for 911. Um, before you could get a telephone system up and running, it had to have like 99.9% .9 um, uptime, which means that you had to have redundancy in that type of system um, so Indeed. that it didn't go down. And then you one thing redundancy. that, yes. And then the last thing that I had to say is about comfortability. Cause you may, yeah. you know, as, as AV integrators, we don't sometimes think about the furniture, but if you're an integrator and you get that chance mm. to, to be in on the front end of the design, or they yeah. may come to you and say, hey, work with my furniture people. You know, yes. which a lot of times we do, you want to, you know, the ergonomics involved, the HVAC, um, the chairs, the comfortability. So you want to be able, if you're an integrator, you want to know something about those things just in case you're asked to be at the table or if it's in a position where, you know, they may ask you you to to hey help us with the design of this or you know the customer may just want because they like you so much and your company they may say hey come over here and help us with this stuff so you want to just keep that in mind the, 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 the environment man i wholeheartedly agree i wholeheartedly agree well wow well thank you folks thank you again thank you pope man that was great i, I enjoyed sir. that conversation man that was great
Yeah, yes. yeah. Thank you guys for joining us for another uh, episode of AV Experts Podcast. Uh, if you haven't joined us already, be sure to join our Facebook group, uh, Audiovisual Integration Experts on Facebook. Look us up. Uh, we talk audiovisual stuff all the time. You know, we share information, we share projects. Pretty cool uh, group to be in and and to uh, be amongst other integrators. And if, even if you're not an integrator, you can still join, you know. We let everybody in, you know. We talk, we talk baby stuff all day, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, folks, thank you again for joining us for another episode of AV Experts Podcast. Be sure to join us on another on the next episode. Uh, check out our past episodes, and yeah, man, we really appreciate. It. Look forward to uh, uh, talking to you guys in the future. Yes, sir. All right, take care, guys. Bye, bye.